Come with me, we're going to Silicon Valley. I've talked a lot about the places that kids need, or at least needed. What I haven't talked about are drive-ins. And we've still got one left in Silicon Valley. We've still got what was the capital, I think it's now called the West Wind. But almost all the drive-ins anywhere have been turned mostly into flea markets or there's some other major use. I think one's even a church down south. And the one that I most vividly remember is the Winchester drive-in. And the Winchester was, you could see it from 17, but it was sort of tucked back in Campbell. And we would go there, typically first we would stop at Harry's Hofbrau for roast beef or something. Then we'd hop in the car and we'd go to the drive-in. And we'd usually see two or three movies. Uh, my dad was very good at maneuvering the car around so we could get into various small spaces. And I saw dozens of movies there over the years. The ones that really stick out at me, 9 to 5. Saw that several times. Star Wars, of course. All these films that, most of them I wouldn't say were great films, but they were films that I encountered first at a drive-in. And this is something that I think has influenced a generation like me, and actually probably a little bit older, is the idea of where film fits in with your life because you largely interacted with them on either a massive scale or at a drive-in, which is both at a massive and a minor scale. Yeah, the screens were big, but when you're at a drive-in, you can't escape the fact that it's a part of a landscape. In essence, these are flickering pictures that are out in the world, that are inhabiting the world, that are not just contained within a small shoebox. It is a presence within the world around you. And having that as a marker, I think, is one of the reasons why we see a lot of people in their 40s and 50s and 60s who have this deep connection with film. I think television's a part of that also. But if you look at what film was doing in the 70s and 80s, and how the the sort of the idea that the film is a part of something bigger, that really becomes a very interesting point that I think the drive-in generation really sort of solidified on. I remember the terrible snack bar. It was awful. Most movie snack bars at that point weren't very good. And I remember the horse swings. They were these swings that you could grab on and you would push back and pull and push on these bars and it would swing you back and forth. And they were made out of metal and they were horses. And the wonderful film, which I highly recommend, Drive-In Movie Memories, uh, I believe it was done by Kurt Kenny. It's a great little film that looks back at the history of, of drive-ins. But one of the shots he uses is of one of the horse swings. And that instantly brought me back. That instantly conjured the image of that space about the time between when the sun had set but it wasn't dark enough to project and I would go running around to the playground. Drive-ins are an important part. One of my few artistic endeavors that uh, was ever bigger than just me was the Zero One Festival back about, I think it was 2009 or 10. And they had recreated a drive-in with all crashed up cars and you know lawn chairs and so forth. And they were projecting films, and I actually made a short documentary called Steampunking Towards a Better Yesterday uh, that projected on it. And I can't think of a more appropriate place for my idea to be shown than on a drive-in movie screen that has been recreated within an art space at a 
technological arts festival. The drive-in was important to me. And as they all went away being bought out, typically turned into homes or business parks, we lost a major piece of cinema history. These were the largest theaters. And we lost them. And then the big single screens held on for a little bit longer. But now we're losing those. Maybe it's time to start clawing back a little. I hope we will with the Century Domes. My dream project ever is to actually be able to buy what is now the Capitol Drive-In. And I don't know if the Century Capitol is still around, if they have torn down that building. But buy that whole thing and turn it into, one, a working drive-in with a couple of repertory screens. But use the rest of the space of that Century and turn that into a museum of the drive-in picture. Because that would be amazing to be able to see a movie, a historically significant movie, to interact with the history of the drive-in movie in the same space. And then even if you want to go see a drive-in movie. But alas, I will probably never have that much money. (laughs) 